welcome to Three Blondes, One Battle. How are you guys today? Good. How are you guys? Hi, everyone. Good. You look good. refreshed and sun-kissed coming back from- um, I do kind of look sun-kissed, don't I? Except it was cold in, nor in, in Northern Florida. It was cold, like not a great time for spring break. How surprising because it's been unseasonably warm down there. So that yeah, must just, just been the week I decided to go. Yeah, just that week. <laughs> well, I hey, I trust you. I understand your pain because I went down there for a week in December and it was like the coldest week they've had in like five years. <laughs> oh man, would they quit spraying our skies so we could, you know, be somewhat normal? Um, okay, so today we are going to talk about yeast and um fungus Fungal. yeah all all of that so basically um it's interesting so candida i mean so it's called candida so uh that is what yeast overgrowth means and it's actually which, a pandemic it's a pandemic which i, I mean it, it's so interesting and hopefully our viewers just i mean just when Nikki brought this topic up, she's probably more averse, but I mean, I feel like I was just learning all this. And in fact, I just realized when I was reading some of these articles, I'm like, had to figure out like, what is Candia? What is going? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I mean, this is kind of like all new, like a whole new, um, new information for me. Yeah. Which I love because I, you know, the whole point of this podcast is bringing up topics that typically aren't discussed when it comes to correlating it with multiple sclerosis. So if you start digging now, and that's the whole point of us talking about this, we're not experts and by any means, we just um, are interested and we want you to be interested too. And once you start digging, you're going to realize if you look at the three books that I mentioned um, in the write-up for this podcast, um, maybe get, get some of those books, start reading, you're like, whoa, whoa, there's actually correlations. Um, so one in three people, conservatively speaking, suffer from yeast related, uh, conditions or symptoms. Um, and you know, when you think of yeast, you go, ah, oh, yeast infection. No, it's yeah, so different. So much more that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of brought us back. I felt like a little bit of my rich full circle to like, again, and going back to the gut health, but yes. it's a little bit deep, a little bit like, I mean, I mean, I feel like I've been more versed lately on gut health, but like, I feel like it's just like a variation a different variation of it. It is. Yeah. Yep. So, um, candida is associated with ear and sinus problems, upper respiratory infections, PMS, fibroids, endometriosis, which I know tons of women that have hypothyroidism, hypoglycemia, acne, anxiety, autoimmune disease, such as fibro, lupus, autism, mental illness, and even cancer. Now, that's a lot. That's probably something we should pay attention to and, and, and actually, you know, cause Western medicine is not going to talk about this. And, and I think at this point in 2023, we all know that antibiotics destroy our gut health. And that's the whole, you know, whole reason we want to sort of avoid them. Uh, hello. I've been on antibiotics for like the last six months. I mean, I know it's bad for my gut. I know it's destroying all the good flora. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes you, you've got to take antibiotics and specifically for my UTIs, that damn E. coli, I can't get rid of it. Um, yeah. again, is in the same world of this, everything this book is talking about. And this book is the candida cure, um, by Ann Borak. Um, but did you see that she actually, uh, wrote this book with Dr. Perlmutter brain brain. So yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, when I, when I talk about when I think about this, I go back to, um, you know, before I was even diagnosed in the military, I remember going and, um, I would always have these white, um, gosh, and it was always in the summer when I got tan, I would have these white, like splotches all over my back and it would itch like a lot. Like it was so itchy. And I remember thinking, oh, it'll just go away. And the first time I found out that it was actually yeast overgrowth was in the military. They're like, oh, oh, that's just, um, uh, pitorias pitorias rosacea like no no worries your body just produces excess yeast I'm like no worries like how do I get rid of it oh just my gosh yeah Yeah, just stand in the shower put the shampoo on your back uh you know leave it on for about 20 minutes and you you should be good after a couple weeks 20 minutes who has time to stand there in 20 minutes to shower so I just I you know I would half-ass it so of course it would come back and Um, you know, I probably managed that year after year for five years. And is that the reason that breast implants actually like destroyed my gut? Was it actually, did it actually start with the yeast? Like, I just look back and I'm like, maybe all of this is related because I never had issues, but then I started having yeast issues. Then my gut, then I, then, you know, I was misdiagnosed all these IBS, like IBS is because they don't know what's wrong with your gut. Like clearly it was leaky gut 10 years ago. Um, so it all correlates with each other. And I just think it's fascinating. And it goes back to yeast for me. Yeah. Do you think, because some of these, I mean, I have struggled with, obviously with, um, some of these different things that are mentioned and associated with yeast and fungus. And I just, um, I also had just recently. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, those white spots were on my feet. I have some different other things, but I wonder if like people across the board suffer this and just, or is it just like, you know, is it most prevalent? Like if you would, with people with MS, do you know what I'm saying? Like not just MS, but just like autoimmune issues. Like, I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. What Bobby? Like, are they experiencing, not necessarily like what Sarah was saying, like having MS, but like other autoimmune, like, are they experiencing these things? Like what you were describing, Nikki? Yeah. Yeah. And I know tinea versicolor is another thing a lot of people have. Well, that's yeast as well. So I just, it's Hmm. just, the book is very interesting in in that it kind of opens your eyes to, okay, what is candida? It talks about what that is. Um, encouraging, you know, a lifestyle to stop the overgrowth, which it all goes back to again, sugar, mm-hmm. what you so, put in your mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so interesting. I, and this is all like, it's funny how like things come into here. You're like, or your eyes are maybe just open to it because you're, you know, we're topically we've been like, oh, this is what we're going to do. But I had a good friend come in and visit me this past weekend from Wyoming. And she started talking about, she's on this kind of diet and she just got recently tested for mold. She um, had high mold because she's had some um, really different symptoms that she's been struggling with. Um, And so she sent me the list of like her diet that she's doing, but um, she, then that brings me to the other thing that I was researching. Okay. How do we find out, do we have high mold, high yeast, um, different things. And then like, how do we go about combating it? But she got, um, a stool sample. Mm-hmm. 
she had high mold. And so she was put on, you know, she's on this diet, which obviously, as you know, is going to involve non-dairy, non-gluten, like basically no added sugars. I mean, the list is a little bit extensive, but uh, nothing, I it, it mean, it, it's probably how you're eating Like no, you know, no gluten. It's almost like the MS diet I was kind of thinking about, but um, oh, the um diet. yeah, yeah, a little bit, but she, and then she got retested and then her mold went up and she, cause she was doing all the stuff and the doctor was like, don't worry. It's just, be, that's normal that it went die back off. up. Because, mm-hmm. huh? It's called the die off. And actually yeah. that's what this book talks about. It's the same concept as yeast when it comes to mold. Um, you basically treat it aggressively for 30 days and then the, and the next 60 days. So it's a 90 day protocol. It's probably the same thing for mold. Um, but that first 30 days, yeah, you could have, you feel worse before you feel better. And that, I mean, that's just die. It's just called that's die off, um, of, of the crap coming out of you. And basically your body's like, hustle and to detox that crap because it's coming, it's coming, it's coming and it's making you feel like crap. And that's why it's really important. Um, and the book talks about it to, um, you know, you can choose whether you want to do a antifungal that's prescription. So like my, so like fluconazole is what I have, what I'm on right now for, to get rid of mold. Um, now this is super aggressive and this is actually, um, who wrote wrote that prescription for you? Listen to this, you guys. Um, uh, it was like four weeks ago. I'm not doing it per what it says. So of course I'm not, um, but I'll tell you why I'm told who wrote it or what doctor wrote it for you. Um, a local doctor. So, um, I actually had blood work done and I tested, um, high in a couple molds, Um, but this is actually quite aggressive and I'll give you an example of what I mean. When you get a yeast infection, you take Diflucan, right? One pill is 150 milligrams. And remember you take one and if it doesn't go away, then you only take one more. That'll rid your body of a yeast infection. Have you girls ever done that? Yeah. Remember thinking, remember thinking how like aggressive that while you're like, oh, oh, I don't know if I could take a second one. Like, do I really need it? Okay. This is a hundred milligrams twice a day, a hundred milligrams twice a day. So for a yeast infection, it's 150 milligrams and you only take two to rid it. So this is very aggressive and you can't just take this. Um, You have to take liver, you have to support your liver and you also have to get your liver enzyme checked every 30 days if you're doing something as aggressive as this. So I actually had some side effects to this and I noticed I was um, getting hives every single day and this was just doing, and it was probably the die off, Um, but I'm a little hesitant to take it twice a day. So I'm just doing once a day. And when we go back in in 30 days, I'll just tell them, hey, I wasn't following like what you prescribed. So let's see if it, let's see if the mold's like gone down a bit. If it hasn't, then fine, I'll up it to twice a day. However, you can do a natural way. You don't have to take diflucan or, you know, fluconazole. Um, You can do, uh, it's called nystatin. And the book talks about that. Um, Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm actually going to ask for nystatin the next time. I'm not doing this. I just think it's being stupid on my liver. So why? Um, Yeah, it's interesting because she sent me what um, she, what the, her doctor, it was called Cellcor. It's from Cellcor. Yeah, it looks so that's like a good one. Cal support, CT minerals, biotoxin yeah. binder. That's what um, most people do. Correct. Yeah. So that's a really good choice. 
Um, that would be in the herbal antifungal. So you can choose prescription or herbal. Um, the prescription, the other one is nystatin, and it's a concentrated extract of soil-based organisms that work directly with killing the yeast. Um, it's not initially well absorbed in the bloodstream, but with prolonged use, it does get into the blood and thus helps with autoimmune diseases. Um, the problem is most doctors prescribe nystatin for less than six weeks. Results are better if usage continues for three months or longer. So it sounds like it's kind of the same protocol because this is talking about ridding yourself of yeast. This isn't about mold. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting that it's like, oh, I'm actually doing the same protocol to rid myself of mold right now. Um, and obviously we, um, yeah, I mean, the mold is, so I thought this was interesting. The one thing that I, um, yeah, that had said was, um, um, this was really interesting that it, your body contains more bacterial cells than human cells. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously we know that some of them are essential to your health, but, um, I just, you know, um, they obviously wreak havoc on your body, on our regulatory, on our immune system, on our, on our, um, you know, with MS, our T cells are the issue, right? Cause they cross mm -hmm. over, um, the blood brain barrier and attack your mountain sheath. And that's what causes issues. But, mm -hmm. um, I just thought in my, I don't know, I thought in my research, it was interesting just thinking about how to combat this. Like it's something that, and well, why in, yeah. So at the very beginning of this book, what I love about this book is she does say that some tests, and that's why I have another, I found somebody else that does sort of what the person that prescribed he, So I think I'm going to switch to her because she kind of speaks more of my love languages. Um, but because she was brought up niacin, she brought up that, hey, sometimes when you get a blood test, it she's like, she she named off all these. She goes, you have way too much energy to have mold. You don't have mold. And I was like, I mean, I do have a lot of energy. So, I mean, sometimes the best way is just doing this questionnaire. And at the very beginning of this book is a questionnaire. And so basically it, it asks all these questions about how you're feeling. Um, at, and I actually was thinking like, maybe we should just do this. And then if people like test high, like, okay, maybe you should like look into yeast. Um, but it's, it's quite lengthy. Um, it's three pages. So the first part is about history and, um, you, you get a certain number of points. If this is yes, you or no, obviously zero points if it's no, but one of the ones that's very high and I'm like, Oh, that's probably why I have this, um, is steroids. You know, I've been, I screw around with that prednisone, like steroids are life. Steroids are life for me for, for MS in my journey. You know that. Tara. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but some, so of them once you, once your body, once you get a dose of steroids, whatever amount, like you're, it, it stays in your, well, the damage that does to, to your, the micro bio things yeah. going, yeah, it, it, it changes for a lifetime. I mean, there's no, like your body well, can't naturally. 
No. So if you go to the very end of the book, it talks about how do you maintain and what if you have to have a round of stairs. So what if I need to take an antibiotic? It tells you exactly what to do. So essentially, you know, you should always take a probiotic that for the rest of your life, you should take a probiotic. Um, if, you know, if you manage MS, like, cause we're going to get steroids, it's going to destroy the gut biome. And so that is one thing that she talks about, but also, um, the uh herbal antifungals to always just take one a day forever an herbal antifungal and that will um typically and she also said doctors usually don't offer antifungals but they need to be willing to give them to you if you ask um if your doctor won't give you three because she says try to do three back to back like these bad boys that they want me to take two a day um three back to back if you have to take antibiotics like after they're done um just go ahead and take an antifungal for three days after that and then you should be good with your probiotics from there on out so the book but the book does you know say okay you know um here's what you can see here's the test take it if you have it here's the protocol for the next 90 days after that you're good and then, um, you know, when it comes to diet, 80% of the time, try to follow this low sugar, um, you know, probably the same thing that she's doing. Yeah. She, um, mm -hmm. And then 20%, she's like, you know, five days a week, avoid the things that says uh, to avoid because they're high in sugar on the weekends. Fine. If you want to, you know, 20% of your diet, if you want to throw in, you know, crappy stuff here and there you should be able to maintain that gut. Do diet. you feel like you can get, so basically, do you feel like, it sounds like you can't get back to like a baseline like that through just changing your diet, that you have to have some sort of intervention. Would that be, would you say that would be correct? Yes, correct. If you test, so if you take this questionnaire and I mean, so some of the questions are, have you ever taken tetracyclines or any antibiotics? for acne for one month. That's like super high. I'm like, Whoa, I know a lot of teenagers that do this. So this starts at a young age. It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, great. Thanks doctors. Um, have you ever taken antibiotics for respiratory respiratory urinary or other infections for two months or longer? That's like mm -hmm. high. Um, but then there's some that are like, do you crave sugar? Do you crave bread? Yeah. Do you crave yeah. alcohol. Um, does smoke, does smoke, cigarette smoke really bother you to smell? I thought that was really interesting. I'm like, Oh God, I'd rather smell anything but cigarette smoke. So I thought that was interesting. Um, are your symptoms worse on damp muggy days or in moldy places? Like just some of these questions I'm like, man, so, um, fascinating. Um, and then of course, you know, symptoms that you can see symptoms that you can feel. So it goes over all these different, like, you know, bad breath, um, mucus in the stools, you know, you've always, I mean, you should look at your poop, everybody listening, you should look at your poop, but, um, <laughs> do you think Nikki that, okay. So what, um, do you think there's what, if you want to get tested, yeah, do you, you think who would you like for these people listening? Like, oh, okay, maybe I want to start this journey. I'm having achy, I'm having which one of joint like joint issues. I always am in pain, I'm lethargic, I'm tired. And you know, you're kind of, you know, maybe you're on immunomodulating therapy with MS, but you still um, have underlying symptoms of MS that just come with the, the overall um chronic disease do you feel like going uh doing this on your own or like getting like blood work done from some like what do you think are 
Yeah, the I think Cellcore, I mean, so I think that there are brand brands out there, dot coms out there that are um pretty spectacular, but but I I never know like which ones to do because there are a lot of different protocols out there. If you Google like mold treat or alternate, you know, alternative treatments for mold, alternative treatments for yeast. So, I mean, the easiest way that I've just done in the last, you know, one or 18 years is just always wherever I live, I find an integrative health medicine doctor, or I find a holistic wellness chiropractic center. Some people don't think that that goes hand in hand. Yes, it does. Like they treat obviously chiropractors like you know, years ago, they were look at, looked at as the wackos of the world. Well, they're wackos because they're not looking at what you can see. They're looking at um, what is the cause. And they're asking you questions about how, you know, were you a vaginal birth baby? Like who asks that? Well, people that want to get yep. into like, you know, you from a child. So typically places like that do um, exactly what your friend's doing. So I bet if you were to ask her, she's probably like, what? she's, I think she's seeing a doctor, but yeah, someone that a doctor that would order you either blood work or stool, or you go through a, um, some sort of third party, like testing place mm -hmm. that would test yeah. for blood or it's stool. Because when I went to my, uh, functional medicine autoimmune doctor, like for their for the first two hours we sat down since I was born. Like, was I C-section? Was I vaginal? Was I breastfed? Was I bottle fed? Like just kept on going. And I was a C-section baby. And then I was bottle fed. And he's like, you kind of really didn't start out really well. Right. You're and I didn't know any of these things. And like with my uh, son, like luckily, like he was a vaginal birth, but he was bottle fed because I went and I didn't know all these like, things came into effect, but I just wanted to like read something that I just found like really fascinating with really talking about the Canadia and B well, okay. This talks about B cells and like the EPV. So it says antibodies against Canadia indicate that past fungal infection produce memory B cells recognizing fungal epitopes. And so it goes into that the EPV association with MS could be to, due to native B cells differing into forbidden memory B cells because they were exposed to both fungal antigens and the EPV during the maturation that resulted within MS. Huh. And so See, this is- How fascinating is this? It's all related. Yeah. So I, I'll drop this, like, it goes way into more extensive things. Like, my mind's really blown up about this study. And they actually did a I bunch like of- I like I might have read that study, too. What was the name of that study? Well, this one is from the NCBI. It's the role of fungi in the epitology yeah. of necrosis. I, re I read that one. That must have been, that must be a popular one when you go, because that came up. I read that one. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely, you know, when it comes to leaky gut, um, you know, if there's holes <laughs> in the lining of your intestinal tract or even, you know, little spaces, let's not think holes because yeah. like, okay, there's holes. Like, okay, don't think of it like that. Think of it like a teeny tiny crack, if you may, it's getting mm -hmm. into your bloodstream and that, that is creating havoc everywhere. And so can you imagine if you have a, a diet high in alcohol? Okay. Most, most Americans drink, 
Um, and you know what? <laughs> and sugar obviously turns into sugar unless you're drinking vodka. Shout out to vodka. Not saying you should drink vodka every night, ladies and gentlemen. But if you are going to drink an alcoholic beverage, um, try to avoid the beer and the wine. And I know that Americans love wine, but, um, you know, you're just feeding the fungus and it's just growing. And obviously, once you do have it on your back, or once it does kind of come out in like on your face or in your, then it's real bad. If you think, if you think now it's showing on the outside, that means the insides are even worse. So it's definitely yeah, something to pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it was even more fascinating. The one, and I don't know if it was that one, Bobby, that was really just to think about like, maybe MS isn't as complicated as we thought. And if you can, I mean, here we're putting so much money and research into these immunomo, you know, dry no, Nikki, this is your Hello? hot button. Now you're <laughs> finally seeing it 18 years later. Okay, but I believe but okay. So. Lady, but I'm just saying <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing. Like after last summer being in Matt's, um, how he had different people speak every single day about how they rid their body of MS. All of them have done this work. All of them. They start with the diet. They start with the yeast. They start with the viruses. They start. And that's like, that's work. That takes work. It takes that. It does. Job. I mean, unfortunately we live in a, like life is so busy, chaotic. We have so much stuff coming at us. And especially if you have whatever you, whether you're single, whether you have a big family, I mean, there's just, it takes a lot. It's probably, we are so unhealthy in America. It takes a lot of mm -hmm. um, discipline, effort, work to stay healthy, to stay that level healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like next, you know, there's just, it's just, it's really hard to stay, mm -hmm. you know, to stay with, if you, as far as diet, like having an extreme strict diet and then doing, and making sure you're doing like blood, you know, doing all the stuff, doing the blood work and following through with, you know, your different levels and being on these different vitamins. I mean, it can yeah, be a lot I'm, to think about. Yeah. But if you don't want to stress yourself out, then fine. Like start with the poop test or the blood work. Start something. Right. Start with something. Mm. Yeah, but it's worth, I mean, yeah, but just to show what Matt was, you know, they taking these people through, like, you know, they've had significant improvements in their, in their MS just by starting with those little things. But mm -hmm. you're right. It, it, it requires you putting basically everybody off and, 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 uh, and that sounds terrible if you have young, you know, kids in the family, but, um, it, it really, what I've noticed amongst all of these folks that have cured themselves, um, they are all about themselves and figuring out their body, which, okay, you're ridding yourself of a disease. Like at some point enough is enough and you need to figure out the root cause of MS or, or mm -hmm. it'll, it won't get better. You, you, you have to make yourself a priority at some point. And I think that the easiest way is finding an integrative medicine doctor and yes, it costs money, but at least then you'll know, right. You'll, you'll begin the process of figuring it out. You don't have to do it yourself. Find an integrative medicine doctor and they'll walk you through it. So true. So true. Yeah. So 
Yeah. So Nikki, um, obviously we would encourage listeners to one, go to the links, which I'm even getting like the book that you have. Um, I think, um, you know, just is a great starting point. I may just get that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I will say a shout out to her because, um, she was killed by the government. So she's, a she, she was found hung. And, um, you know, if you are a huge advocate for something so easy to fix, like yeast, big pharma will find you. And they, and on, I, I mean, I have no doubt her sister has no, her friends, no doubt that was the government. And so Shout out to her for coming out and actually writing something it's so simple to, to figure out um, that she, you know, she gave her life, she gave her life to like tell the truth about um, it could just be freaking yeast. It could be just freaking yeast. So um, yes, I will link, uh, they're still selling her book because I actually, um, I mean, and how can it hurt, you know, like I think, well, maybe it is something more than like say yeast or mold, but like, obviously you're going to feel extremely, you're going to feel, even if some other things maybe don't go away from it, but you're going to feel better. There's going (laughs) to be other benefits that come along with, Mm -hmm. um, with tackling this. I think if, if it's, you know, if you're exhibiting yeah. any of the symptoms um go ahead nikki show that then i was going to read some of the, well, that's, it, the that's it it's just all we'll link it down below um i thought it was interesting which i felt like again i said about the when my friend sent me just the diet that her doctor put her on uh, which we know obviously we should have no table sugar glucose lactose fructose um honey maple syrup molasses candy baked goods uh, certain fruits that obviously have high sugar like mangoes bananas pineapple grapes oranges um packaged and processed food i mean you're eliminating a um, packaged and processed um food obviously we know contains sugar carbs i just think canned foods you don't want you know any of the canned foods processed drinks mm-hmm. um bottled condiments vinegar mayonnaise pickles soy sauce which i thought was interesting soy sauce um cheese yeah that's why people fruit. that's why people do um brags remember how brags became popular like 15 years ago brags liquid aminos they taste just like soy sauce so nobody should be eating soy sauce anymore okay that's interesting I, I never. <laughs> I do not know that. <laughs> I don't really eat a soy sauce. I don't really love soy sauce, but I mean, we. If I, you know, my husband loves Chinese and Thai food. Oh my gosh, he loves. Well, Thai and coconut food. aminos. Those are okay, but you're not going to fool a kid. You can fool an adult with the coconut aminos, but you're not going to fool a ten year old. You got to get the Braggs. <laughs> Is that in the grocery store, Braggs? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and coconut is that uh, coconut aminos are at Trader Joe's. So yes, that's an extensive list of things to avoid. So yeah, a lot. No you mushrooms, avoid- obviously. You know, alcoholic beverages, beer, wine, like you had said. Lick, you know, liquor. Avoid all of that. Be, um, corned beef, sausages, obviously processed meats. But um, that's a major detox. She's gonna be. Don't be around that friend for the next ninety days. She's <laughs> been. She actually. <laughs> She did. She even said, I think this, she said, I, um, it feels, you know, this doesn't feel real realistic to eat like this with four kids, this strict and a busy life, but she does the best she can. She has no, you know, Mm. it's, it's true. Like people get, you know, she's, she, she felt better when she was doing and she's still doing it, but you know, um, you feel you, 
if you have four kids or whatever, and you're, you're the busy life, you're, you're going to probably try to like do the best you can, but you might make mistakes. <laughs> I don't know. You totally. might totally, you can't live like that. 80, 20, dude, 80, 20. So yeah, I liked when you said the five, you know, the girl five days or the weekend, like, tr yeah, try to at least, yeah, if you can do most, you know, 80% of it the time or, you know, where you have a day, maybe where you, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we wish her luck. <laughs> you can do it, girlfriend. <laughs> I think I, I told her I was going to send her to the podcast. She'll be like, I said, I'm going to mention you on it. I felt like it was, you know, weird timing because she would start talking about this. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to be talking about this. And I really, it's a whole new world to me. And I think she was probably hoping to uh, jump on and listen and maybe get new information. I don't know if she will, but she doesn't yeah. have a mess. She doesn't have a mess, but there's other symptoms, which is you know, a lot of people, people with MS are listening to us, but you obviously always know people, you know, there's so much autoimmune or rheumatoid arthritis or oh, yeah. headaches, migraine there. I mean, probably everyone can experience some of these things. Oh, a mm -hmm. million percent. Yeah. So, I mean, she'll feel, she'll, she'll feel like, whoa, I know a lot. And, and especially if she gets this book, she'll be like, dang, I'm like on the right you know, it's always nice to be like, like, you know, you find somebody, they tell you to do something, they're in integrative medicine, but then if you find another person saying the same thing, you're like, okay, I'm on the right track. So, um, yeah, there's yeah. books out there that she's, she's, she's doing the right thing. So it's just, it's difficult. So, so, so fascinating. So interesting. Um, anyways, yeah. All right. Well, anything else? No. Now, Nikki, is there a place where people, we'll, we'll see, it'll be interesting to see people have, who listen to this right now have questions and go on and ask some different questions. I think it's, you know, it's, a, it's an yeah. interesting topic that could spur on some. Um, yeah, questions. totally. If they have questions and they don't, you know, they want quite like answers right now, of course, I'll just look in the book and answer their questions. So um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day. Thank Bye you, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye.